Welcome to the Wealthy in Pajamas podcast, where it's not all about the money, but it's not not about the money. I'm your host, Sonia Highfield, the Wealth Expansion Coach, here to help creatives find their real version of wealth, build profitable businesses, and be happy, healthy humans. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to share this topic with you because it's something I just have been screaming at entrepreneurs lovingly. And I really am excited to share it here with you on the pod. So today's topic is how to stop discounting your expertise. And I'm going to pop over to my notes over here. So if you're on YouTube, give me one moment. Okay. So these are five ways that I have seen entrepreneurs continue to discount themselves and really kind of step out of that expert role and basically just kind of screw themselves over, right? So um, by discounting your expertise, you are leaving not just money on the table, but also opportunities and also a lot of joy, which is really important. So. Tell me if you can relate and if you are doing any of these. And as always, zero shame, but raise your hand. So here is the first way that I see creative entrepreneurs really discounting their expertise, which is not charging the prices that make you feel well compensated, right? And well compensated for your time, your energy input, and also just your wisdom, your skills, what you're bringing to the table. So it's not so much that you're necessarily giving a lot of discounts, right? It's not, it could be that, but discounting your expertise financially is more just that you're not really charging what feels honestly good to you for what you're bringing to the table, the time that you're putting in, and really like the transformation of the service that you're providing for people. So that's the first one. The second one is not speaking your truth as the expert. And this one is, I think, really tricky, especially if you're starting out in business, like if you're newer in your business, um, it can come along with some imposter syndrome, but not speaking your truth as the expert means you're letting clients dictate when they do not, in fact, know the best way to do X, Y, Z, whatever it is, right? That's why they've hired the expert. And this can show up when you're doing consultations um, or, you know, first talking with someone about how your work might help them. Um, And it can come when they've hired you. And you know, it can certainly come into play in a variety of industries. And it's not that you're not going to listen to your clients or customers and, you know, take into consideration like what they want, what their vision is, what they're asking. But the truth is that you are the expert. That is why they hired you. And so your opinions, your insights, your knowledge are really crucial to share so that you both get the experience that you want to have, right? So being afraid to share, you know, your thought process or your, you know, steps 
or the direction that you think would be best or the strategy that you think would be best, right? It, like not sharing that is a lose-lose for you and the client. And again, this one can be really tricky, especially if you're newer in business or if you're a bit of a people pleaser <laughs> or you have clients who are just kind of kind of bulldozing, right? The situation, like they're, they're a little pushy or they really feel like, you know, they've hired you and you work for them. But the truth is that you're still the expert of your business. And so you need to step up and be brave and bold and speak your wisdom. Okay. Number three is not having a healthy sense of pride in your experiences and your accomplishments. And this is something that I see a lot is entrepreneurs, creatives, small business owners who are like really freaking accomplished, who have done a lot, who have had a lot of success, but they really downplay it. And so this is one of those in instances where the discounting of your expertise comes in not really sharing like how much you have done and, you know, the major results that you've gotten for clients or, you know, the accolades that you've received. And it can not only make you uh, kind of not stand out as an expert, but it's also a way to miss those opportunities, right? Because you're kind of talking yourself out of of the possibility that like you're the perfect person for for someone or for a, you know an opportunity whether it's for speaking or writing or being a mentor whatever it is it's really not having enough kind of healthy pride in all that you've done all that you've learned all your you know life and business experience that you're bringing to the table and i see that one happening a lot. So don't be afraid to share the impressive stuff, right? Really let people know. Like it's not bragging in a bad way. It's bragging in a good way. It's being, you know, a little bodacious about sharing all that you've done and really all the ways that you are an expert. Okay, number 4 is not holding your boundaries like a boss, <laughs> like a real business. And I know so so many people struggle with boundaries, but when it comes to people having access to you, this is something I think people at, at kind of all levels of business can struggle with, but especially when you're newer in business, um, or again, if, you're, if you deal with a lot of kind of people pleasing, then it's hard to stick to those boundaries around like work hours and you know, when people can connect with you and get access to you. And so this is your reminder that you're allowed to have boundaries and you're allowed to not be, you know, a 7-Eleven, a 24-7 CBS, whatever you want to say. You're allowed to have off time and you are allowed to not respond immediately to people who are coming to you with what they have deemed urgent. Right. And that is a really tricky thing. But generally, it's just not life or death. Right. People can wait. And just because it's urgent to them doesn't mean it really is something that needs to stress you out or throw off your whole day. And so setting boundaries for yourself 
um, both in communication and work hours and um, even things like that go in your contract, right? About like revisions or editing or turnaround time, making sure that you are sticking to your boundaries, your agreement, your contracts, you know, what has actually been outlined for the client or customer is really important because that uh, people will respect that. And it's not to say people won't try and overstep those boundaries, but if you're holding to them and you are enforcing them, then you're more likely to have them respected by other people. Okay. Number five, our final Final way to discount is not sharing the full extent of how you can help someone, right? It's holding back on your magic, on your knowledge, on your wisdom, on the range of skills that you offer. And this one, I see a lot of times when people feel like they need to like niche way down or they need to kind of fit fit their offer into a, a certain format, a, a little box that other people have, you know, set up. And really like we're all multifaceted, multidimensional beings, right? Like we all bring a lot of wisdom and expertise to the table. And if you're not really willing to share the full extent that I'm guessing that number one, you're not feeling totally fulfilled or like you're not you know, you're not doing your best work. And also your clients may feel like, well, okay, I got one piece that I needed. Um, or, you know, they, they really enjoyed working with you, but you don't give them that next step or you haven't created a service or an offer that really allows them a more expansive experience of your expertise. So, I see that happen um, quite a bit. And I think it's really just a reminder to be very clear about like, what is the work that you're here to do? And really not being afraid to create your own offer structure and not being afraid to offer something that's very dynamic, that's very powerful. Um, and that doesn't mean it's, you know, messy and overwhelming, right? It's It has to be put together well, but it can really be empowering and energizing when we allow ourselves to say like, okay, here's all the things that I can help you with. You know, what would be a package that really, really so deeply serves your client as well as like uses you up in the best kind of way, right? Really allows you to showcase all of your knowledge or all of your skills. Um, and again, it, it's not that you have to offer everything in the kitchen sink in one format, but it's just acknowledging that you have a lot to bring to the table and um, not holding back if you know that you can do more for the client and you want to, right? That's a key piece too. It's like, and you want to, like I can do a lot of things, but you know, I'm, I'm not offering my guacamole making services, right? That's something that like I do personally, but when it comes to my work, you know, there is, there is a limit and there is a, a purpose and a reason behind each of my offers and the uh, variety of, you know, skills and services that I'm bringing to the table. So those are the five, five top ways that I mostly see creatives discount their expertise. And I would love to hear if you are guilty of any of these. Uh, I, I definitely am. So again, no shame, been there, done that. And 
really just encourage you to, again, look at each of these and just examine kind of your own, you know, business and workflow for yourself and see like, what are those areas where you're maybe not showing up as confidently as you could, as you would like to? What are those areas where you're not feeling totally appreciated or not enjoying the process and maybe feeling like, you know, you're missing out either on money or opportunities that, you know, have come your way that you shied away from or you didn't step up to. And just really acknowledging like, okay, here's how I did it before, but what could I change so that I do feel like a confident expert, like I'm showcasing myself well, like I'm really speaking to all that I bring to the table and just not shying away from charging and showing up and running your business like the creative CEO that you really want to be. So that is my tip for today. Let me know if that resonates. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch y'all next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, share, and leave a review so more people can learn about this work and access their true wealth. And if you'd like to continue your wealth work, please pop onto my email list so you can choose your own wealth adventure, whether that's applying for one-to-one coaching, accessing my DIY content, or staying tuned for upcoming wealth boosting programs. You can find all that at the following link, bit.ly, B-I-T slash wealthy PJs, P-J-S, bit.ly slash wealthy PJs. Join me there and let's get wealthy.